Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely wonderful day today. It's busy down here in Florida, as always, and we again thank you for your support of healthmasters.com. Let us know if you guys need anything at all. And as we're starting to see this movement all across the globe now, of people starting to stand up. I've been very proud of a lot of stuff that I've seen lately in the UK, even in the United States now, with a lot of these protests. There was a big protest in New York City the other day, and uh, basically against this vaccine injection mandate that the bumbling buffoon said with his teleprompter speech the other night. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize and come to terms, especially here in the United States, that this isn't going to fly. People aren't going to comply with this. We just had DeSantis do a press conference yesterday, if you guys saw this, and he said any city, any county, any basically town that tries to mandate any of their state or county employees, whether it be law enforcement, whether it be health care, whether it be uh, you know EMT, fire, if they try to mandate anybody to get an injection, it's going to be a $5,000 per occurrence every single time on them from the state of Florida. Now, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to be implemented, but he was very, very, very staunch on the fact that if you don't want a shot, you're not getting a shot. We don't want anybody to do something against their will. We're not going to force, coerce, or try to manipulate people into getting something done that they don't want done, period. It is your right to say no under any circumstances. And so a lot of people are starting to see what's going on, and I think they're starting to get the gist of that this isn't ever going to stop the longer that people comply. I told you guys yesterday you saw what's going on in Israel where they've all gotten their third booster shot now, and now there's hundreds of people in the hospital, hundreds of people in the hospital that have gotten their third booster allegedly with COVID. And now Israel said, well, guess what? We've found out the fix to this problem now. We need a fourth booster shot. And now you've just had basically the health minister come out, and he said – that they're struggling to keep COVID injections down. Imagine that because you keep injecting everybody with RNA spike protein. And they are now saying they are going to start doing genetic scanning on travelers arriving in the country. This is a huge and experimental high-tech step, they stated, in screening inbound customers for COVID infections at Burngoyne International Airport in Tel Aviv. The prime minister made the announcement in a meeting on Sunday stating that they will be working on scanning systems for everyone who come into Israel. Israel will become the new radar for the virus. However, details on how this genetic scanning is going to work was actually quite vague. And so they've already got, remember, a green pass over there where you basically are forced to show your vaccine passport if you do anything. And so where this is going to go with genetic DNA scanning who's going to be scanning it who's going to be storing it and what in the world they're going to be wanting to take from you is to be unknown for right now but i can tell you it from what we've seen the compliance will probably be pretty good over there for some odd reason they've just found that they just want to listen to everything they're told similar to australia but australia is starting to get some backlash too and now you've got senators making direct threats to the populace as at the same time you have regulators if you guys saw this in australia that just stated that they will be banning ivermectin prescriptions for off-label uses in the entire country you are not allowed to get a prescription for ivermectin now for covid at all period 
Now, there's a lot of other things that you can request. Basically, if you've got some type of element like parasites or something else, and there's, that's what people have been doing, trying to get around this. But isn't it crazy that you're seeing a drug that was approved in 1986 that has literally had almost no long-term side effects at all? You can research it. That works really good in conjunction with vitamin C and zinc, and all of a sudden they're banning it? No, it's not surprising at all, especially when you see – Jaqui Limby, who's basically an Australian senator out of Tasmania, did an interview two days ago, and it was it was one of the most directly threatening interviews I've ever seen from a politician anywhere in the world. And she came out and said, she goes, I think people are getting agitated right now with what's going on outside with these anti-vaxxers, about 20 to 30 percent of them protesting in the street. I think you're going to find the rest of us are going to come coming. We're going to start coming at you lock, stock and barrel and putting the pressure on you. Now, lock, stock and barrel, if you guys have heard that reference before, it's always been an old English reference referring to the entire portion of of a musket firearm, meaning the lock, the flintlock, the stock, and the barrel. What it means in a euphemism is essentially we're coming at you with everything we have. Back when the musket was the pinnacle of firearm engagement for close-quarter personnel, that's what that was, lock, stock, and barrel. We're coming at you with the entire firearm, with the barrel, with the stock, to do everything we can in order to fight you. That's what the reference is to. So when this senator makes this comment, I think it's being pushed both ways. A, it means we're not going to come, we're not going to back down. We've taken your firearms now, we fully disarmed you, and now we're coming at you with everything we have. And so when you see a comment like that, I really encourage the Australian residents, it's that time now that you guys really, really start standing up the best you can because as, as far as you can see, what's going on in Israel, what's going on in these other countries, they're not going to slow down. This isn't going to stop until we make it stop. The U.K., they've been having such a backlash with civil disobedience and people not complying, which I'm really proud of them over there, and having these huge protests. The health secretary came out now, and he said that the original vaccine passport program is going to be shelf now. They are basically not going to be doing the vaccine mandates and the vaccine passports in the U.K. because – there's been so much pushback from the conservative party and the residents. Now, does that mean they're not going to try and roll it out at a later time? Oh, I can guarantee you they're going to try and roll it out at a later time. But right now, they're getting so much blowback, they have to back off of it for the time being. And so this, again, shows you what happens with direct civil disobedience. This shows you what happens when people do not comply with un illegal, unconstitutional rules and mandates – this is exactly what we've seen now with certain aspects of the government acting completely unilaterally outside of their scope, like with the CDC coming in and banning the cruise lines from operating. I mean, the, the, Congress didn't ratify that. There's no law that was put in place. CDC doesn't have the authority to ban an industry. Granted, I, do I think a lot of people need to be running around on cruises right now? No. But on the other hand, too, when you start allowing these alphabet agencies that have zero zero authority to do what they're doing and people just listen to them because they make a comment, it shows you how far down the line this is already coming, why it's so important to make sure we do not listen to illegal mandates that have zero room in the Constitution. So apparently that's what Biden is trying to do now. I was, re well, I was watching the interview with DeSantis. So what they did was to try to justify this from a legal standpoint with this federal mandate, 
they went back to some old obscure OSHA law that basically discusses toxic elements and toxic threats and that OSHA can come in and try to basically mandate a health advisory on these certain toxic compounds and they're trying to basically twist a upper respiratory virus into that rule because I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out how in the world they have the authority to do something like this. There has to be some precedent. Well, this is what they use, and the problem with it is there is no precedent. It's completely and totally manipulated 100%, and that's why I think the courts, honestly, if they have any legitimacy left in them, they're going to rule this down because this is everybody's already said this is going to court right now. There is zero, zero backing to stand for this, and what everybody has told me that basically is in different aspects of law and whatnot, and I'm not giving you any medical advice or any legal advice, but what I am telling you is this. Every single person has the right – to a deeply held religious belief. I'm saying that very clear, that phrase, a deeply held religious belief. If you have a deeply held religious belief that does not allow you to get an experimental injection or whatever it is, nobody can tell you that you don't have that right and that you don't have that belief. And so what a lot of people I've been hearing from is getting it in writing, getting it in email, making the statement very loud and clear that you have a deeply held religious belief against any vaccine mandates. And at that point in time, if termination occurs after you've stated this and after you've made it very abundantly clear, that actually violates the civil rights. Now, what I've heard some companies are starting to do now is they're trying to put people on basically extended unpaid leave of absence and not terminate them. That may be something, too. But again, as I continue to encourage all of my friends, all of my listeners, all my family, everybody I talk to every day, this is the line in the sand with this right now. You cannot comply with this whatsoever. If you decide that that's your personal choice, you want to go get this, that's completely on you. But nobody has the right to coerce you, manipulate you, or threaten you to the point of telling you you don't have a job and you can't feed your family because you have a belief that doesn't allow you to get an experimental injection. That's my stance on that, Dan. What do you think? The, the biggest problem we have, Austin, is that people are so desperate for money as far as because they're so far into debt and they've bought into the quote-unquote, how should I say this, the Rothschild-induced debt of the United States, which has caused the entire country to become, how should I say, uh, in bondage to their masters, the people who are the bankers. The Bible says it this way, that the borrower is servant to the lender. And so when you get into a situation when you have two people working in a the household, they're both having to work trying to pay the bill and everybody's on the hamster cage. You know, it's hard to come off the hamster cage because you've got too many debts and too many liabilities and too many problems associated with not working and having to feed a family, especially if you've got children. So it's a situation where when we get into things like this, and I've, I've been on that hamster wheel before, uh, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing to extricate you from. Now, these, the baby boomers, the people that are my age, we're the only generation pretty much right now that a bunch of us have been able to because we've worked and worked and worked and worked and worked our entire lives to basically get off the hamster wheel for a little while. And so they don't like that. They want everybody to stay on the hamster wheel because that way they can force you into compliance. Well, let me ask you a question. If this government of the United States can force you to take a kill shot against your will, what else can they force you to take? I'm asking that question. Everybody listening this morning, that means they can make you do anything. That means they can make you get on that last train to Auschwitz like we talked about yesterday. They can basically force you to move into government-assisted housing in the middle of a giant city in which you have 200 square feet for you and your wife and basically your children if they're still at home. And they can make you do anything they want to do. 
This is a this is a primer. This is a lesson. This is a conditioning process for tyranny for the population of the United States. We're going to force you to do this now. If the United States population continues to resist and they say no and they say no and they say no and they say no, well, these guys have already won, haven't they? Because they've already given over, what, 150 million people in the United States to kill shot. They've already done this. So they forced 150 people, 150 million people into compliance, and now they're, what they're doing is they're taking the demographics that are taking the shot. They know everybody. Remember, they've got your name and your address and everything else. When you take the shot, you've got the little card. You're all registered, et cetera, et cetera, and you have basically have been put into a database. They know the age group of the people that have taken the shot. They know the age group of the people that haven't taken the shot. They know the people that are saying no. They know the people that are saying yes. They know everything. It's all part of an algorithm. you got to remember, Bill Gates Foundation, they funded the firm that was mining American DNA data through COVID testing in China. They've got your DNA because you've taken the nasal swab test. They have your DNA. They can basically adjust a frequency generator a pulse generator towards your specific DNA. They can create an energy field around you that will make you unbelievably elated, unbelievably sad, suicidally depressed, or basically complete and totally obedient. You know, Jeff Grinch was talking yesterday. I had a long conversation with him, and he was saying that how some people who are diametrically opposed to the vaccine are suddenly just finding themselves saying, it's okay to take the vaccine. It'll be good for you. And they are diametrically opposed to it. So where are those thoughts coming from? And he postulated, he speculated that maybe perhaps this is more mind control from the 5G network they're installing all around us. I don't know, guys. And I don't like talking about stuff like this because it gets into woo-woo land so quick that it's kind of, it just gets weird. But the point is, where do you draw the line? When do you say no? When you know they've collected your DNA, when you know they know your frequency, which is – let me explain to you what that means. Every single person has a specific genetic coding based on your DNA, and that specific genetic coding is like a radio wave. So if you'd be 91.1234567891011213 that'd be you, okay? And somebody else would be 91 point that all the way but they're number 15. And so everybody has a specific frequency in which their cells modulate. This is what Rife discovered back in the 20s. He found out that cancer had a specific frequency. And if you broadcast the the counterwave to that, to the cancer cell inside of the body, the energy field, you would destroy the cancer cell without destroying anything else. He found out that he could actually cure people from cancer. Well, when they found out he was doing this, the Rockefeller Rothschild Industrial Medical Complex, and they couldn't make their billions of dollars on treating people with cancer any longer because he could cure it so simply, they went in and basically bankrupted him, stole his invention, seized everything he had, and he ended up basically going nuts, I think, in an institution before it was over with. Now, whether he was crazy or not, I don't know, but they had him institutionalized. So this is the extent of their resolve as far as if you go against what they want to say and you make a big splash. You know, the same thing happened with the Gerson Cancer Treatment Centers in the United States. Back in the 20s, they found that, and this is what they said, this is their research, that if a person is diagnosed with leukemia, it's a sub-scurvy clinical diagnosis of scurvy. In other words, you don't yet have scurvy, but you're being diagnosed with leukemia. And they said that the, the leukemia was almost always, probably not every time, but almost always a deficiency of vitamin C. And they found they could get rid of people who had problems with leukemia, get rid of the leukemia by giving them intravenous vitamin C. Am I making that claim? Absolutely not. I'm just telling you what they said. So here's the thing. If you have a problem with leukemia, do you want to undergo chemotherapy and bone marrow transplant, or do you want to try vitamin C? (laughs) You choose what you want. And so here's the point I'm trying to make with all of this. 
When the government starts controlling all aspects of productivity, when they start controlling all aspects of debt, when they allow the Federal Reserve Bank to take over the Treasury in 1934 with the Exchange Stability Fund, and I've posted six little short 10-minute videos that every single person needs to watch explaining to you how the Exchange Stability Fund is the organization, the group that was set up by the basically the communist Roosevelt when he seized the goal in 1933 to take over the Fed and take over the Treasury and allow the Rothschild banking cartel to control the entire, how should I say, monetary system of the United States of America without any congressional oversight whatsoever. And this is the group they work through to fund the black operations and the money coming in from the drugs and all of the other things they do that are illegal for their black operations. Listen to those six videos. It'll snap you tight. They're posted at the healthmasters.com website. And every time I pull them up every few years and post them and talk to you guys about them, i got to find them posted by somebody else because they've been pulled down, pulled down, pulled down, pulled down, pulled down by YouTube. This thing was done about 10 years ago. It's probably the best explanation of the Exchange Stability Fund and how they fund their black operations that I've ever seen on the Internet. And it's easy to watch. I watched them again last night. But, guys, understand that this entire house of cards that we've built, this entire theater play that we're watching is being taken down right in front of us. And they're making us realize as they implement more and more and more draconian legislation. It's kind of like this with kids, isn't it? These, these people see us as slaves. They don't really see us as children. They don't actually see us as humans. They don't consider us to be human. They consider us to be animals. That's what they say in their own scriptures out of the Zohar, that we're basically animals, goyim, cattle, to be culled and to be harvested. That's how they see us. The Kabbalists think that they're the only people that are real human beings. Once you get that, you understand why they treat us like they do. But like with kids, you know, you talk to your kids, you know, they're 16, 17, 18 years old, and you say, look, there's certain requirements if you live in my house that you've got to do. There's certain things that if you don't do, this is going to happen. There's certain things if you do do, this is going to happen. And you teach your kids the proper way of living. Well, these Kabbalists, Luciferians that are running the planet, they see themselves as our overseers. And even as an adults, when we're doing what's right, if we don't do what they want, contrary to what God's word says, then they want to sanction us or they want to force us or spank us, I guess you could say, or put our nose in the corner and force us to take the kill shot because they want to reduce the population of the planet. And they're willing to do it no matter what, no matter how many of them get exposed. Because remember, Fauci has been exposed repeatedly over and over and over. And now we see the gain-of-function research that he paid for that came out through the Freedom of Information Act. Last week we reported on it, and not one major news broadcaster has talked about it, and no one's calling for his basically impeachment or resignation or arrest. Nobody cares because the people who control the media control the groupthink of the United States. And we need to understand how this thing works and who these people are. It's very, very, very important that we understand that this group of people, basically, they don't think like we think. They don't do what we do. They do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, however they want to do it, and they really don't care about the consequences. You know, Romans chapter 11, this is a really good art. This is really good. Yeah, I've talked about this before, and I talk about the remnant. This is what I'm referring to, that you guys are the remnant. And, and last night, Tom sent me this article, this, this chapter 11, and I've, I've read it many times, and that's what I refer to, because I understand now what you were talking about. And I'm going to read it to you. Now, I want you to listen to this very, very carefully, because Paul's writing this, okay? And he says, I ask then, 
did God reject his people? That means now remember, Paul was a Jew. And so he's saying, did God reject the Jews? And he goes, by no means. He goes, I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. Don't you know the scripture says in the passage about Elijah? Now listen, how he appealed to God against Israel. And he goes, Lord, they have killed your prophets. That means the Israelis have. The Jews killed their own prophets. They tore down your altars to God. He goes, I'm the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? Now listen to this so carefully. I tell you this all the time. I have reserved myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Now how many times do you hear me talk about Baal? Now we're talking about Baal in Romans chapter 11. This is where they were sacrificing their children on the altars of Baal and Moloch and burning their children alive and then eating their children. Okay, The Israelites are killing their own children and eating them. But he says he's reserved 7,000 of them who have not done this. And then he says, this is interesting, he goes, and, and what was God's answer to, to, to basically to Elijah? And he goes, I have reserved myself 7,000, not bowed the knee to Baal. So too at the present time there is a remnant, here. that's you guys, by the way, a remnant chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly they did not obtain, the elect among them did. But the others were hardened. Why is they hardened? Because they refused to acknowledge what God was doing and who God was. Then God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that could not see, and ears that could not hear to this very day. Wow, now think about it for a second. Think about what happened. What do you think is happening right now on this planet? You've got people that basically are total heathen, that won't listen, that won't see, that get the shot. And don't understand the tyranny that's enveloping around them, and they refuse to acknowledge it. Is this same spirit of stupor being put on them? Is it also being basically aided by the energy fields of the 5G networks that are being put all over us and around us? Why don't people see and who know that? Why don't people see and know the truth? Why can't they understand that this country is coming apart at the seams because we've left the foundation of Jesus Christ as the founder, basically? And the mentor and the perfecter of our faith that we have to follow. And see, and I'm going to say this again. I said this a few weeks ago. I got all these people from all over the world emailing me about this. I'm going to say it again. A republic, the constitution that we have in the United States, is only viable for a righteous people trying to serve God. That's it. If you've got a bunch of heathen that are basically given all the freedoms that we're given as a republic – and all the rights that we're given as individuals, if you've got a bunch of heathen, it's too easy to manipulate the system. You have to be aware of the fact that you're going to be held accountable by a higher power. That would be Jesus Christ and the Lord God Almighty, the great I am. And that if you don't do what's right in his eyes, there'll be ramifications. Well, if you get a group of Baal worshiper, male Moloch worshipers, Satan lovers, child sacrificers, running the planet, what do you think was going to happen? You get this again. That's why God delivered us from this 2,000 years ago with Christ. But now we're back to this again because they have completely come into our country through the Frankfurt School, through the Federal Reserve Banks. And it's all the same people. And they have undermined our cultural integrity. And this is why they believe the lie. And this is why they will not believe the truth. This is why you sit there and talk to your blue in the face to some people 
about who Christ is, who God is, who the globalists really are, how they're basically Satanists, and they will not listen. And they still go right back to the programming. It's about our election structure. We have to vote the right person in. I got a newsflash for you, boys and girls. The election in the United States was completely and totally stolen. There was no election. There was no – we had – it was completely and totally decided. You know, when the communists, when the Kabbalists control everything, voting literally becomes an exercise in futility. And basically it becomes an elaborate crowning of their dictators. There are basically no free or open elections in America when the outcomes are predetermined. We need to understand that. There's so much to do about voting all the time. It seems almost hidden amongst all of the COVID kill shots. You know, the Afghanistan mess, the huge inflation, the shortages, so much of this, and people still want to believe in the voting. They want to believe that this governor in California is going to be overthrown and something different is going to happen in California. When the deep state that's embedded in California and the legislatures in all these committees, like they're really going to change because they get a different governor. They're not. They want to believe that because Donald Trump had his election stolen that we can vote again in 2024 and we can put somebody else back in and Biden will be overthrown. Well, let me put it to you this way. That could happen if we have election law changes in every single state. But the communist-controlled democratic states aren't going to do that. They're not going to change their election laws because the communists have worked, the Kabbalists have worked for so long now, for over 100 years, to undermine the republic by stuffing the ballots. Remember what Stalin said? He said, it doesn't matter who you vote for. It only matters on who counts the ballots. That's where we are right now. So at this point in time, unless we as the American population in the states that are still basically, how should I say, patriots, if we can't come together, then we're going to have to do what happened in 1860. We're going to have to basically dissolve the republic and come back in and have our own country again like we did with the Confederacy you know, 150 years ago. The problem with that is, and for those of you who are historians, the United States government basically had reconstruction in the South and they would not even allow the southern states to come back into the union until the southern states basically signed that they would never rebel or stand against the federal government again. So now we've got all that stuff that's been passed and all that stuff that's been signed that's still in play right now. Does that give the federal government the right to come back in because we signed that? They can come back in with their troops and quell the dissonance? Is that what that means? Does that mean they can bring the United Nations in to the Treaty of Westphalia and ask them to bring these – pesky southerners back into play and make them do us right does that mean we're going to go back under reconstruction and we're going to have the troops in the streets again like we had for a decade after the civil war in the south if they continue to hunt the people that were basically the patriots the southerners they continue to run around and have all these groups you watch the movie the outlaw josie wales and you'll see that and they continue just to kill people kill people kill people kill people and they do it all of the time in these countries that have been taken over by communism and you still have a remnant of patriots, they continue to, to exterminate them. You saw it in Germany in World War II. If you did not do what they wanted you to do, if you did not march to the beat of Adolf Hitler, who was the worst leader they could have ever hired, if you didn't do that, they came and took you away in the middle of the night. It didn't matter if you were a Jew or a Christian or a Muslim or a gypsy or a firm. It didn't make any difference. They just took you away. See, is that where we're going again? Are they playing that book? Are they using that set of rules again? Wow, 
So we have to really be frosty right now. We need to be completely and totally awake, and we have to do everything that we can. Like I talked about yesterday in Ephesians, we have to stand because we're the remnant. We've got to stand, and if we stand, maybe enough of these sheeple in the United States and around the world will wake up, and they'll start standing like we're seeing with these protests everywhere, and this group of Kabbalists that run the planet because there's only 200,000 of them are going to go, shoot. There's some, there's eight billion of them. There's 200,000 of us. I mean, this is not going to work if they tell us no. Remember, that's the thing, isn't it? Nancy Reagan did that silly thing with the drugs, and it really had some pretty good impact. It did. Just say no. If somebody wants you to use drugs, just say no. If somebody wants you to be a peasant, just say no. If someone's going to try to force a kill shot on you that you know that could kill you immediately, just say no. I remember yesterday I was talking to Jeff, and he said there's like four different types of kill shots. He says, here's how they work. He says, the first one gives you basically zero response. You have a tiny, tiny bit of this spike protein in it, and you don't really get sick from it. You may have a little bit of a headache or a little bit of a fever. That's it. He goes, the second one gets you a little bit more sick. And he's the third one drops you dead after the shot. We watched the videos of that online. You know, over 10,000 dead. You, you literally die within, within minutes or within seconds after you get injected. Dead in 60 seconds. We talked about that a few weeks ago. We had a, my, 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 one of my best friends here in town. His wife was given this drug, this whatever it was. I believe it was that remdesivir and basically was dead in 60 seconds. They had to put her on a ventilator. They had to bring her back. They had to paddle her dead in 60 seconds. Massive allergic reaction. And then you've got basically the fourth type of category that is saline. It's like the Jim Jones stuff that I've talked to you about so many times in Guyana. They don't have anything in it. It's, it's, it's basically salt water, and they inject it into you, and you don't get sick at all. And it's probably 50% of the shots are saline, in my opinion. I have no idea what the real number is. And that way, oh, I had the shot. I didn't have any response at all. I had nothing go wrong. I felt great. No big deal. So they're the ones that they broadcast on national TV. Oh, look, you, let me ask you guys a question. Do you really think Trump got the kill shot? Hmm? You think any of these top leaders, that they used all of this money and all this all this, how should I say, influence to put them in these positions of power? Do you think they're going to take a chance with giving them kill shot number two or three that would make them unbelievably sick or drop dead? Remember that one girl last year? She took the shot and she dropped dead. It was, I forgot her name. I also remember the way we talked about her. And so the problem is, is that and then she just like suddenly disappeared on all social media. I said, oh, whoops, we made a mistake. We had live TV going when she got injected. Whoops, we gave her the wrong shot. We didn't give her saline. They don't want that happening again. They want to keep everybody thinking, oh, it's safe. There's nothing wrong with this. And guys, listen to me. It's like drinking the Kool-Aid in Guyana with Jim Jones. They practiced every day drinking Kool-Aid that was just Kool-Aid. Just Kool-Aid. No drugs. And suddenly, one day, they really put strychnine or whatever they put into it. And all of a sudden, everybody started dropping dead. And then if you didn't drink the Kool-Aid, you got shot in the back of the head. All of this stuff happens all of the time. As long as you obey them and do what they tell you to do, you get everything you want until you drop dead. But you say no, they're going to start pushing back. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. That's why we, as Christians, as the remnant that it talked about in Romans, that I just read, we have to stand our ground because we have not bowed our knee to Baal. We have not bowed our knee to Moloch. We serve the Most High God. And that's the way we have to look at it. And that's the only way we're going to have hope is to keep our hearts and minds in Christ. Also, what do you think, bud? And what's your next story? 
You're absolutely right. And the girl you're referring to was Tiffany Dover back in December last year that I brought up repeatedly. And there there was was still so much that never got answered about that entire situation, including the fact that social media posts essentially don't exist anymore for her. Some old canned stuff that people have attempted to put up. I don't know. All I know is this. After the shot, she passed out. And she has yet at any point in time to do any interviews ever, period, none, zero. Why in the world would you keep people guessing and post? I mean, there was one point that she had tens of thousands of comments on her Instagram with people that were genuinely concerned. No response, no live feed, no nothing. If you have that big of a viral blowout as far as on national television, at some point in time, aren't you going to get up and just say, hey, guys, listen, I don't want to be harassed anymore. I'm perfectly fine. I, I you know, I, I passed out. I had a response to it. I'm sorry. You know, just kind of give me some space. And that would have been the end of it. But the fact of them trying to do the video where they put some girl that didn't even look like her in a big face mask and put her hands in her pocket and then put a big name tag on her and made her stand there with 50 other people and didn't say anything, that was even stranger. Now, again, is, is she dead? I don't know. I don't know. That, that, I, I wasn't there. But all I know is nobody has been able to explain what happened, and all I have seen is hardcore propaganda ever since that happened in December about that situation. And now it's just kind of dissipated, and nobody really brings it up anymore because no could never get any facts. But this is exactly what we're starting to see. And I talked to my one of my good friends last night, and he uh, he used to work out with me a lot. And now he basically – he's been getting a lot of stuff with his son. He's been doing wood, woodworking stuff. And so he and him and his wife not – no, they're not getting the shot. None of them are getting the shot. And they both already got COVID. They got it right before I got it. And he bounced out of it pretty quick. And now he called me up last night, and both his dad is – his dad's recovering from it now, and his mom's basically in the hospital. And I asked him, I said, well, did they, did they get shot? He goes, oh, yeah. They, they, they lined up and got both shots. And he goes, I told them the other day because they were telling me. They're like, listen, you need to get the shot. This is really bad. And he goes – I just had COVID, and I was over it in five days, and I hammered vitamin C and D3 and zinc, and I had a little bit of a cough afterwards. He goes, you guys are unbelievably sick, and you got the shot. He goes, you're the perfect example of why I will never get the shot, and it doesn't work. And I kind of laughed, and I thought about it after he said it, and I was like, it's a valid point. And we're seeing that now over and over and over and over again. I think that's exactly right. I think there's been numerous, numerous versions of this. That's one of the reasons why, too, I think there were so many different brands. That, oh, we got the AstraZeneca. We got the Johnson & Johnson. We got the Moderna. We got the Pfizer. All these different ones popping up. Well, first off, my biggest question was this. A, how are you supposed to legitimately do long-term trials when you're dealing with half a different vaccines from different manufacturers? And actually be like, okay, this one works better for this. The numbers and the research that came out, they were all bogus. That's what they've even said now. The Pfizer injection is only like 40% effective in reducing symptoms. And there's there's 0% effectiveness in preventing you from getting it. Well, is that because they're constantly changing the batch up? Is that because they're sometimes putting saline, like Dad said? Sometimes they're putting RNA? I don't know. All I know is this. At any point in time, somebody tells you you're forced to do something against your will because it's for your safety, 100% of the time, I can tell you right now, it is not about your safety every single time. Like I told you before, when they started taking the Germans and the Jews and the gypsies to all the concentration camps, they didn't tell them they were going to concentration camps to drink fluoride in the water and do slave labor. 
Most of them, they didn't tell him any of that. They said, dude, we got to get you guys out of here. There's some place you guys got to go. This is going to be for your safety. You don't want to be here. We're about to have a massive engagement in here. You got to get out. You know, bring coming over the trains. We'll get you safety. We'll get you water. We'll have you clothed. We'll have you fed. You'll be good to go. And that's exactly what they did. A lot of them loaded up. And now you had other ones that they basically were arrested and they were also rounded up as well. But isn't that kind of where they're starting to talk about this going? I mean, you have basically bumbling buffoon bobblehead Fauci just came out now today. And he said basically with a White House meeting, he said that over the uh, basically over the weekend, he said that the Biden, Biden regime is going to mandate everyone get the shot if we have these hardcore holdouts. I'll quote you what he said. He goes, we have a pretty hardcore group of people that were trying to persuade them or we're going to mandate them if we cannot persuade them to get vaccinated. He went on to claim that vaccinating this recalculant group would be the key to ending the pandemic because essentially we have 75 million people who are eligible to be vaccinated who have not gotten vaccinated, and this is the key to ending all of this. I mean, that would be the key. You would cut down dramatically on all the infections if this group would get injected. Really? Because uh, I'm rewind on this right now. Didn't he say, what, six months ago? It's absolutely imperative that we get to 60 to 70% herd immunity. Oh, yeah, that's right. That he, he did say that. Oh, so it's not about herd immunity anymore. Now it's about making sure every single person gets injected with something that doesn't protect you from getting it or protect you from spreading it. It just lowers your symptoms. Well, I mean, just from a research standpoint, I'd kind of like to understand where he's coming up with his theory on how that's supposed to work if another 70 people get injected. The truth is there's not. There is no science. There is no research to support any of these claims. That's why I've continually told people, ask questions to everything. Ask why. Ask how. I've always told people, you don't have to listen to me. Go do your own research. Go do your research and make your own conclusion about it. But once you start seeing people repeatedly get injected and you start dealing with them and you start talking to them, you get emails like I do all the time. They talk about, man, I got a shot. I'm unbelievably sick all the time. Like I told you the two people that I knew down there in Miami. Both of them, oh, yeah, I got a shot. Man, I, I don't know, man. I've, ever since then, I'm just trying to get better. I don't know what's going on with me. Okay, well, I can tell you. This is, this is where they're taking this, and this is why it's so crucial. Everybody continues to get the truth out there. Also, too, now, interesting, in the uh, paper, The Atlantic, they're now saying that expecting the vaccine to give you immunity from COVID is asking the impossible. And this is, again, this goes back to exactly what I said. They tell you one thing and they tell you another thing. It's designed to confuse. Once you confuse a populace enough, people will begin to believe anything. If you continue to tell them the lie over and over and over again, they will believe anything. And it says some people hoped the COVID-19 vaccine would achieve immunity, especially after reports in the winter and spring trumpeting the jab surprisingly power preventing infections, enough that the CDC told vaccinated people they could shed their mask in the May. Then the immunity came back to bite us when breakthrough infections began to pop up among the immunized, prompting fear and confusion among those who are certain that the vaccine alone would squash the spread. Well, again, you don't have to be a researcher or virologist to realize the shot was never designed to stop it that was the biggest thing that i could never understand and so many people couldn't get it through their thick skull 
Pfizer and Moderna both came out and said, this does not stop you from getting COVID and contracting the virus, and it does not stop you from spreading the virus. It simply lowers your symptoms if you contract the virus. They were very, very clear on that. There was no misconception. They were blatantly obvious. But then it's like everybody had this idea, like, well, if I get the shot, I'm going to be protected. Against against what? The, the manufacturer that's selling you the drug is telling you that it's a drug and telling you it's a treatment. It's not a vaccine. But again, a lot of times people just hear what they want to hear. And once you lie to somebody enough, as we saw with Gerbil, you start lying to somebody enough, you tell them a lie big enough and you say it over and over again, they will eventually believe it. And that's where we're at right now. And that's why it's so crucial. You take your own health and your responsibility. It's your responsibility to eat clean as best you possibly can, to make sure you're getting your supplement intake where it needs to be, keeping your family as healthy as possible, and continuing to make sure if somebody does get sick that they are not going to be around other portions of the family or they can basically step back or they're making sure they're hammering the supplements and taking the subs they need you know, with doses of D3 and zinc and vitamin C. And another thing, too, is I've repeatedly told people, be courteous. If you're unbelievably sick, and you're feverish, and you know you're unbelievably sick, don't be that person that goes, you know what, I, I, I got to go, I got. I still got to go out here and do this real quick here. I, or my, my child's unbelievably sick, has got 102 temperature, and there's snotting and coughing everywhere. But, you know, I, 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 I don't want to deal with him at church. I'm, I'm going to put him in the nursery with everybody else. I don't want to deal with all this. I've watched that over and over again, and it is one of the most disrespectful things you can do. When you know you're sick or somebody's sick, and you intentionally go out because you're so selfish, you want to run around and go do something still, instead of sitting back, recovering, resting, getting some sleep, and knocking it out. That is absolutely horrific. And see, what's happened is now people have become so used to being subservient and being told what to do, being told how to comply, that nobody knows how to be self-reliant. So now you have a lot of these people, they get sick and they go, well, the, the government didn't tell me I got quarantined, so I'm, it don't matter if I'm sick or not. I don't, people just deal with it. I'm going to go, and they go cough everywhere. And then other people get sick. And you go, okay, well, that was, that was courteous. Thanks, thanks for doing that, buddy. Now, now, now you affected 10 other people with your sickness because you don't want to stay at home. Use wisdom. This is the biggest thing everybody can do on a regular basis. You don't need the government to tell you to stay home. We don't need the government to tell us much of anything. The only reason they are there is actually to protect our rights, allegedly, and also to be there as a helping force if we have an outside invasion. That's what the primary reason of the United States was built on, to have independent states with independent laws and independent rights that they basically open up with the governor essentially being basically the president of that state and then all falling in underneath an umbrella of the United States of America. It was all about independence and freedom. So when you start having the bumbling buffoonery to teleprompter and tell everybody it's not about freedom, <laughs> which he blatantly said – Quoting him, it's not about freedom. It's 100% about freedom and you having the choice to do what you want. Once you give that freedom up, once you allow somebody to extract that right from you, then it's over with. There is no more of that freedom or that right ever to exist in your life. You have now relinquished it and you've signed it over to them and you are owned by them. So, again, that's why it's so important we continue to get the truth and stay healthy right now, Dad. Austin, it is about freedom. It's about being able to worship God and how you see fit. You know, 
I'm going to tell you what's going to happen here. And this is really important that you see it this way. There was a movie, uh, it was basically called Time Machine a few years ago. And this guy had this machine he built back in the 1800s. He was able to travel backward in time and forward in time. And when he got forward in time, you know, thousands of years, he found that these animals that had been genetically manipulated from humans were doing human sacrifice and eating people. Just thought I'd tell you the story here in a real quick little synopsis. And, you know, he looked out over the horizon and there were all these places of, you know, sacrifice everywhere. And every so often they'd come in and they'll cull the herd and come and have more human sacrifices. You know, in the old days, when we had pyramids everywhere, these were the high places. These were the places where they took people up into the pyramids. You see this in South America specifically. And they had altar stones, and they killed literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people in these giant public spectacles. And they were offering them the Quetzalcoatl or to Baal or to Asher or to Moloch or whatever entity they were worshiping at that point, whatever satanic group they were worshiping. That's what they want back. They want open human sacrifice in the high places where they can take people and basically kill them or kill children openly. They don't like having to hide in an abortion clinic and do this. They don't like that. They want to be openly basically worshiping their God, the snake in a tree that they call Einsoff through human sacrifice. And it's the same question I've asked these guys so many times on the air because they really believe, they really do believe that their God is the good God and that our God who created the heavens and the earth is the bad God. And my response to all of you is simply this. If your God is the good God, why does he require the sacrifice of human blood, the drinking of human blood, and the killing of our children? How in the world have you gotten so twisted in your mind, if you're one of these weirdos, that you believe that's okay? That you believe that's the way it's supposed to be, the sacrifice of human beings to the good guy? What kind of sicko is that? God never wanted to do that. He absolutely forbid it. He said, no, I don't want that. And yet these people think that this is the good guy. You know, Klaus Schwab, when he was interviewed a few years ago, he was talking about how it won't make any difference because once you get this shot or once you basically get changed genetically, you're going to do whatever they want. I mean, I'm going to play this for you. It's very short. It's only 18 seconds. Listen, listen to what he says. It's kind of hard to understand him because of his, his, uh, his Swiss accent, but listen to what he says. Let's see here. The difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing, uh, just as an example. It's you who are changed, and of course this has a big impact on your identity. You already just said the difference with the fourth industrial revolution is that it changes you through genetic editing. It's not stinking words. And you go, what the heck, genetic editing? This is Klaus Schwab in his own words. I'm going to post this on the Health Masters website. Think through that for a second. The difference with the fourth industrial revolution is not that you're going to be doing something else, that you're going to be personally changed through genetic editing. I mean, do you not see the forced kill shots because of the genetic editing and the changing of your DNA? That's the goal of all these guys. That's what they want to do. I mean, Biden told OSHA, Biden told OSHA, to basically not allow the information to be on the vaccine side effects webpage with VAERS. He told OSHA, O-S-H-A, to hide information on vaccine side effects. You know, hiding side effects sounds like the opposite of informed consent to anyone with an IQ above room temperature. But again, we're talking about Joe Biden, who's completely and totally senile, reading a script that has no idea what he's doing. 
this type of behavior you'd expect from a tyrannical dictator, but that's right. The Obama regime just mandated forced injections for millions without going through Congress. You know, the legislative branch that makes the laws. They've done whatever they want to do. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, was established in the 1970s to inspect workplaces and establish standards to prevent industrial accidents. But starting this summer, the Biden administration gave OSHA a new role. Joe Biden told OSHA to start hiding information from the public to promote the COVID vaccine. What? Until this summer, OSHA required employees to retain records of any worker who suffered any serious side effect from a vaccine. Then in June, four months ago, OSHA's guidance suddenly changed to this quote, OSHA will not enforce federal recording requirements that require any employers to record worker side effects from COVID-19 vaccination. That was a major change, especially since we are still learning so much about the vaccines and their possible side effects. Just hours ago, for example, the Telegraph in Britain reported that, quote, teenage boys are six times more likely to suffer from heart problems from the vaccine, myocarditis. They can be hospitalized from COVID-19. And in Israel, where they have 80% of adults are vaccinated, COVID cases are spiking. Now, remember with myocarditis, 66% of the people who come down with myocarditis are dead within five years. And now they're injecting the entire military. And a lot of them are going to come down with myocarditis and a lot of them are going to die. So what we're doing here is now Obama, O'Biden, that was basically a Freudian slip, I guess you could say. He basically is doing the same thing that Obama did. He basically didn't even bother to ask Congress to pass a law. He said the new mandate is justified because COVID is a, quote, emergency. That's because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump signed the emergency legislation on COVID. Never forget that. It was Donald Trump who did this. Then he walked away, Biden did, without taking any questions once again. But let's look at the facts. On the average, more than 98% of COVID patients in the United States survive. The number is well over 99% for every age group except for the very elderly whether they're vaccinated or not. But yet we're going to have an emergency mandate that was put into place by Donald Trump. And that emergency mandate is probably what's keeping them from firing Fauci. And we've got to take Trump back into this. Donald Trump, though he was very good, how should I say, campaigner back in 2015 and 2016 when he was basically voted president, he, and he was, did a pretty good job the first year. He really did. I'm not even going to knock that. Except he started putting all of these Goldman Sachs appointees into these positions of power and into his cabinet, you know, and, and J.P. Morgan appointees and all these people like Wilbur Ross, who had worked for Rothschild, Inc., his commerce secretary, and he started doing exactly what he was being told to do by his Kabbalist handlers. And suddenly he stopped meeting with his evangelical groups that were giving him any feedback other than what he wanted to hear. I know that for a fact, by the way. And suddenly he started doing whatever he was supposed to do, including pushing Law, you know, ATF to rewrite the machine gun laws to get rid of bump stocks, which is ridiculous. You know, you can't even hit anything with a bump stock anyhow because the gun jumps all over the place just to rewrite the definition of a machine gun. He did that. And then he had his daughter contact every member of Congress in the United in the government, basically every state, and try to get basically red flag gun laws implemented throughout the United States. So they come in and take anyone's guns away without due process. Donald Trump did that too. The quote, Second Amendment president that he claimed to have been. And then he turned right back around and did this vaccine thing and developed Operation Warp Speed and on and on and on and on and on. But yet people are still going to him at these massive rallies. Why? Why are they doing that? Why do they not see the truth? Is there a, is there a stupid, a, a stupor, stupor, there, is there, is there a, 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 has their mind been stupefied like the Bible says in Romans chapter 11 that we just talked about? 
Is there a cloud over them to get out to see and know the truth? Or are they so convinced that he's their savior that they're not looking to Jesus? You see, if a person doesn't know who Jesus Christ is, if they don't know who the most high God is, if they don't understand that Jesus came to save you from the evil one, to deliver you from the evil one, then they're always looking for somebody to try to help them when they see a situation that becomes hopeless to them. And so they're looking for Donald Trump as their savior because they're not Christians. And that's the biggest factor right there, in my opinion, because Christians all over the place, the ones who have a true relationship with the Most High God through Jesus, they're not looking at Trump anymore because they realize he's deeply flawed and he basically threw us under the bus. But these rallies are still being packed. And yet at the rallies, Donald Trump's still telling people to take the COVID shot. In case you guys haven't noticed that, like I'm making this up, telling everybody to take the COVID shot. And he knows darn good and well at this point that people are dying by the tens of thousands all over the world, probably by the millions if you look at the real numbers, from the COVID vaccine. But yet he's still telling people that are his followers to take the shot. Kind of like he still pushed red flag gun laws, didn't he? In fact, I talked to one of my pastor friends who was on that advisory board. And remember Donald Trump said he wanted to be the most pro-gay president ever, remember? Roy Cohen was one of, Roy Cohen was one of his best friends, flamboyant homosexual in New York. And he wanted to be the most, pre, most pro-gay president ever. Remember, his daughter is a Kabbalist. And they see the gay people as the closest manifestation to God other than a hermaphrodite because of what they believe from the Zohar. And Donald Trump wants to have this pro And he starts putting these – he put a pro-gay person, you know, as far as the, uh, the person who went into Germany, as far as the ambassador, pro, openly gay guy. And he did this over and over and over again, but the Christians just turned the other cheek and looked the other way and pretended like he wasn't doing this. Then he pushed the red flag gun laws on everybody. Then he pushed Operation Warp Speed and on and on and on and on. Guys, our answer is only Jesus Christ. He is the hope that we have. And until we as a nation turn and we repent and we turn from our wicked ways and we ask God to forgive us, this ain't going to change. I just want you to know that. We'll have pockets of us, remnants, like I talked about earlier, remnants that will basically come in and, and try to do what's right in God's eyes. And I hope and I pray that, like Roman 11, Roman 11 says, that you know we'll be able to do things for God and continue to serve him. Because he said, I've set aside these 7,000 have not bowed their knee to Baal. And I'm believing that you guys are that group that have not bowed their knees to Baal, that you're my remnant, that you're the remnant of the Christian church, that you're the remnant of Jesus that are listening to this show. I believe that. But, guys, we as Christians we have to stand our ground, and that ground is follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. I love you guys. I have not yet had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. I'm going to do so in just a few moments. Austin, finish it up, and just keep your hearts and your minds in Jesus. Absolutely, and you can see how they've continually tried to compromise the youth and the perversion. Somebody sent me a video yesterday. I think it was the uh, – I, I, I only briefly watched this. I shut the video off. It was so perverted. It was the, the MTV, I think, Video Awards. Um, I don't have television, so I don't watch anything anymore. I go everything most online. And I guess that uh, gay boy, Little Nas, the one that did the Satan shoes, the, the 666 Satan shoes coerced with Nike, um, that guy – he had some giant, basically like homosexual bathhouse gay video orgy, and that was his big performance at the MTV Awards. And uh, he got a, he got an award apparently. And I was reading some of the stuff he was saying, and he got up there, and the first thing he says, "This is huge for the gay agenda." That's what he said. This is on national television on MTV televised music television network, and that's what they're saying now is the i guess the pinnacle of music i mean golly how far have we fallen in the united states 
we used to have some great music in this country. I mean, that what's now is no longer music. It's complete and total filthy garbage. And the fact that that's what they're playing on national television, and that's what they're awarding in front of the entire country, while millions of children probably still watch MTV because they like music, it shows you what they're trying to do and where they're going after. And the more that we continue to just accept everything across the board, the more it continues to escalate further and further and further. So again, thank you for the support and thank you for standing up and speaking your mind. If you don't agree with something, let people know. It doesn't matter if it's offensive or somebody doesn't like it. This is our right as Americans to be able to say, you know what, I don't agree with that. You can do it, but I don't agree with that. I'm not getting a shot. If you want to get an injection, that's your choice, but I'm not getting an injection. Wake up and ask questions. Continue to encourage other people to do the same. Thank you so much again. Healthmasters.com. If you guys need anything at all, be sure to give us a call or email us on the website. And be sure to check out the product of the week, Sublingual B12 Methylcobalamin, on sale right now for 10% off. And vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. looks like the B-Complex and the Eyesight. A couple of them are actually pulling pretty strongly on the vote. So check it out, healthmasters.com. You guys have a great, safe, awesome night. Stay frosty as always. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.